Hey, what's going on, motivators? Let me close these windows. Today is the 29th of September, 2021. Well, it's a Wednesday. Pretty good day so far. Nice leisurely pace, very reasonable. Podcast and so I'll close those windows, but let me tell you, it's such a beautiful day. It's 65 degrees and sunny. It's a perfect fall day. See the leaves starting to change colors. It was in the 50s last night. Before you know it. The trees are going to show us exactly how to let go. Get it? (laughs) Changing colors. Fucking oranges and greens. Which represent chlorophyll. The presence of that green pigment. That allows us to. Allows plants to harness the power of mucho sol. chlorophyll, green. Carotene would be yellow and orange. You know, like beta carotene, which is a uh, plant-derived vitamin A precursor. Get that from carrots, right? Sweet potatoes, all that shit. And so anthocyanins, I believe, is what makes leaves red, and that's always beautiful. You see those red, like a a maple, various trees. I think I'm going to pay more attention this year the various color changes of these of these leaves. Just in saying that, I already am. Driving around, looking at these buggers. Anyway, it's a beautiful early fall day. It's noon on a Wednesday, the 29th of September, 2021. Day's going pretty good. You know, I didn't want to get up this morning and hit the gym, but I, and I wrote, showed up a couple minutes late but I did wind up getting there and I knocked out five miles on the recumbent bike and I did a bunch of machines and I showered up and went over to the office got there a little early I like that I like getting to the office a little bit early a little bit ahead of time so that I can just get my shit together have my breakfast you know, relax a little bit get my paperwork done organize things just get myself prepared for the day preparation Success is uh, well, 90% preparation and 10% perspiration. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily sometimes, but I do a lot of perspiring, you understand what I'm saying? But I get it. you got to be prepared in order to execute. Monday. Hey, listen, I, I don't think I did a podcast on Monday night. I probably should have. I don't know if it would have been good, if you liked it, or if I would have been irate. Maybe I did do a Monday night podcast, and I just forget it because I just went down a wormhole. But basically, somebody clogged the shitter at my office again. Listen, we got old fucking pipes in an old community. We got... Mandy Oberst, love her. She's tremendous. She cares about our anuses, about our gastrointestinal well-being. So she gets the gigantic fucking the fluffiest chit paper she can. And I steal that and bring it into the office. And, you know, different strokes. People do different folks. They'll take the friggin', like to stroke their anus clean with uh, a big wad of toilet paper. And who knows what else they're flushing. 
People do terrible things to bathrooms. You know, I've been a student of this for a long time. When I was in the Marine Corps, we would do our MREs. Meals Ready to Eat would come with a little uh, package of toilet paper. I mean, like the size of maybe the thickness of two, two fingers, like your thumb and, or your index finger and your middle. You know, so you, you'd get like a, this little freaking tiny wrapped toilet paper. It was like a tiny little, it wasn't much surface area is what I'm trying to say. It was very difficult to wipe your anus just with this, this freaking tiny ass toilet paper. But it's what they provided, so it's what you used. Anyway, somebody, some, I'm not going to implicate anybody. Here's where I go. I have fits and starts of, like, do I tell people? Do I threaten people? Like, the reality is I don't want you taking a shit in my bathroom. I got a low-flush toilet, which means one of these economical toilets that just maybe a, a gallon, a gallon flush instead of a three- or five-gallon, whatever the fuck it is. One of my old toilets, it, you know, it freaking really sends a volume of water down there. Well, low flush means that there's not a lot of water that is it's trying to be water conscious, trying to do the right thing for the environment. And an unfortunate side effect of that is that when people, the combination of the low flush and the freaking magnum toilet paper and some of the gigantic turds that I'm aware people make. I know that because there's a, a signature smell. There's a terrible blow up that fucking toilet, man. I'm not, everybody takes a dump. I take shits too, but I'm just telling you, I know, you, you know that the person that always, they wind up taking shits. You don't do it in my office. Do, do it in the comfort of your own home. But I got a fucking bidet at home, all right? Little $50, you know, bidet that I bought. I was, did podcasts about that before. It's great. Everybody should get a bidet. Get a $30, $50 little plastic bidet. It screws on. You hook it up to the water. You can do it yourself. It's easy peasy. It just squirts a little bit of freaking water right at your anus. And then you don't have to, like, no reason to use crazy amounts of toilet paper. No, you don't walk around with a wet ass. You just you wipe it off with a little bit of toilet paper. So the motherfuckers, um, you know, be taking gigantic shits in my office. I know they are. And I'll take some shits in there, but I own the place. I just tr- dropped another $400 on a plumber bill because me and this guy did battle out there yesterday. I mean, we fucking did battle. I spent two and a half, three hours looking down an iron sewer pipe waiting for this flush of water to pass. And with it, whatever kind of excrement and toilet paper bits and all that crap. Disgusting. Fucking gross, man. Enjoy that over lunch. Terrible. And again, I'm not going to absolve myself. This is an older building. It's one of these one of these unfortunate byproducts of, of of owning your own business, your own real estate, whatever. Is that these things occur, and you got to have the plumber come out. And the only thing is, with my plumber, and he's a great guy. I'm happy to pay him, but I'm in it with him, man. I'm like his helper when he comes out. I'm honestly doing half the work. You turn this on, and you hit the, the, the hose, and you know you go in there and take a look. You let me know is it is doing anything, and I'm so desperate just to get a result that I feel like you know what, fuck whatever you need me to do, man. Let's do this. 
So I'm out there getting dirty with them and then clean the entire place and everything's spick and span, you know. So that's what I dealt with yesterday and I was fit to be tied, whatever the fuck that means. I was pissed. I was fucking irate. I was exhausted because this is after a half day teaching. I go straight to the office and meet my plumber friend and then we do battle. Finally friggin' fixed it. And then I got there early this morning, right? And I wrote a, I typed out a letter. Check it out. This is a low flush toilet. Take it easy with the TP and drop your fucking bombs at home. Don't come in here and take a big shit. I know that sometimes you just got to go. You can't plan these sorts of things, but you better find a public restroom if you're far away from home. Don't mistake my office as a place to do this. You're nasty. And I I go back and forth, as I said, between telling people, listen, you can't shit in here anymore. And, you know, just being sensitive to the reality that everybody got this stuff going on. You think that's disgusting? I had a guy tell me this morning, he, I love him dearly. You know that that me prefacing my statement with a, that I love him means I'm going to talk some shit. Guy always talking about his sexual escapades. Always got a new girl. Guy, He's like 50, almost 60 years old. Got all these things going on. He's always, you know, hunting for new ladies. I'm sure there's a variety of reasons why he, he's looking for female company. Likes, uh, you know, com, you know, companion, likes the whatever, but he's telling me, he said he likes fat girls because their pussies don't smell. He says most of them smell like a freaking sardine can, but not fat girls. For some reason, they taste like blueberry pancakes, I'm thinking. He said four o'clock in the morning, he woke up and he said, come on, roll over. Hey, I'm, I'll tell you what, I hope at 60, I feel, you know, I'm as rambunctious as him. But the guy, and then you laugh at one of his little things, he t- tells you, he tries to get a rise out of you, and talks about his adventures, and he starts saying things, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, really? TMI, or, you know, whatever, but he, he keeps going, he's like, yeah, my back is is a little sore because I was going at it four o'clock in the morning the other day. I woke her up. I said, roll over. Yeah. I do all the work, so my back hurts, you know? Legs up, da 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 I'm like, oh, my fucking God. This is something else, man. I don't really want to hear this shit, right? But it was funny, and it happened, so I'm reporting it. I'm just telling you what's going on, what's happening out there. been a successful morning. I'm going to go home see my pup now. Take her out. Do her business. Have some lunch. Relax a little bit. Head back for a 2 p.m. Kick ass and take names into the evening. I don't anticipate any problems. Kind of a leisurely day. Schedule's been a little bit slower these past uh, this this week. I guess anything would be slow compared to last week. Just fucking mobbed. You know? 30 patients in a day or something like that, which I don't like to do. 
what else? Well, got a call from an old friend today. Wanted to know if uh, I would endorse another old friend that I knew was one of my instructors in the Dr. Drill program, one of my best instructors. I mean, he's really special, very professional, very well presented. Doesn't really take any bullshit. So I said, you're looking for somebody to manage or something. You know, you want. You definitely would do well to have my pal. And I endorsed her. He goes, yeah, that's what I got from sitting here. I think that she's a great candidate. So he's probably going to hire her. And that's wonderful, right? Help somebody out. Somebody else came in going through uh, breast cancer. You know, we had a nice conversation about some surgeries that are pending and things that are going on and fears, concerns. Asked my opinion on some stuff that had to do with like Reiki. Should I do Reiki? It's an energy healing therapy. Some people don't believe in it, which I don't know if I believe in it either. But it's certainly not going to hurt anything. Uh, pregnancy massage, or not pregnancy, uh, oncological massage. And I explained that my my to the degree that I'm able. And connected her with somebody else I know and love who has gone through this nonsense. And they should be talking right about now. People helping other people. That's what I talked about the other day. And somebody else came in today, had breast cancer as well, and due to the chemo, gets nausea, so she had to disappear and hit the restroom. And came back in and said, I feel better. I'm okay. I said, that's great. You know, I made light of it, like, I'm glad you're all right. You know, you got to do what you got to do comebacks bigger than the setback heart going out to people who are are having these problems or having you know just just trying to be trying to be open to people trying to to help them because you know one thing I mentioned the other day about the humility that it's important to have important to be humble is that you never know when it could be you or somebody you care about that's got a bigger problem, a much bigger problem to deal with. So when I talk to folks, I, I try to keep it in perspective. Like, wow, you know, I know people who've had, you know, thought they had problems until they wound up with some terrible disease process or sustained some terrible loss. None of us are immune to this shit, my friends. Well, we got to stick together. Uh, on a closing note as I approach the uh, final hill final push to the house I'm reading a new book what the hell is this book called it's by Steven Pinker this guy's a real thinker his name is Pinker and he's a real thinker what the hell is the name of it The name of the book is Rationality by Steven Pinker. Subtitle, 
what it is, why it seems scarce, and why it matters to be rational. You know, one thing that he said so far in the book that that stuck with me is that, um, you know, why is it that people will spend, you know, they're always going to go buy a lottery ticket, or they'll gamble, or they'll, you know, buy scratch-offs, do things that, you know, where there's a very small possibility that they could make some money. They might hit it big in the lottery, but most likely they're not going to. talking about, you know, rationality. It's irrational that somebody would throw their money at some gambling pursuit where they seldom win, but almost predictably lose. When instead they could be taking money and they know that if they, if they put it over incrementally over time, that, you know, compound interest can work in their favor and they might be sitting on a decent nest egg just taking money that they're going to spend on food or beer or whatever lottery tickets scratch-offs why not just freaking put it away forget about it monitor it periodically and be thankful that you did it's not a rational behavior to do that but it's so common right so interesting that's just a snippet of what he's talking about but um, I'm interested in it. I think everybody should be interested right now in why it is that people seem to be making poor decisions based on emotion rather than turning to science. And Pinker discusses that it's not just dumbasses who are making bad decisions. There are people who are very learned individuals who sometimes and often, in fact, stray and lose their way They'd rather be right than to be rational. So that's a bummer. Check out the book. It seems like a pretty good read. I'm listening to it on Audible. I'll talk to you guys later. (laughs)